the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Well, here is some uh, breaking news, although it was completely expected. Um, The uh, Senate just moments ago blocked a bill to codify Roe versus Wade. Well, it went far, far, far beyond that. Uh, I tried... I tried intentionally not to use inflammatory language. I try very hard not to exaggerate. That's why I rarely, rarely, rarely use lie. I just don't like to, unless I am absolutely positive that someone was intentionally lying. So it's rare. I know that uh, uh, talk shows are supposed to use inflammatory language all the time. I, I just don't do that. I don't use wicked and evil very often. But I do believe this. The current Democrat leadership in both the Senate and the House of Representatives are wicked and evil. They are. They are wicked and they're evil. In light of the uh, leak from the Supreme Court that it looks like they're going to uh, vote to overturn Roe versus Wade, Chuck Schumer, uh, in order to appease the most radical of his party, uh, said that he was going to push an abortion rights bill. I've forgotten what he called it. If you look at the wording, if you look at the content, it is by far the most radical abortion legislation ever proposed in U.S. history. Even the majority of people who support abortion would not support this bill because it's so radical. It didn't just deal with abortion, dealt with other issues as well. And abortion for any reason up till the day of birth. It was radical. As I said, even those Americans who support the, quote, right to choose would reject this legislation. But Chuck Schumer, this is the same Chuck Schumer that threatened Supreme Court justices. Do you remember that several months ago? He should have been prosecuted. He made a threat, a physical threat to Supreme Court justices. Well, he was not charged and won't be charged. Anyway, um, he knew that he did not have the votes. He knew that this legislation would fail. 
There was no doubt whatsoever. But again, in order to grandstand and to appease the most radical of his base, they went ahead and uh, the the, uh, legislation has failed. It has been blocked by Republicans. Praise God. Praise God. Now, I was saying a little earlier that uh, we're beginning to learn just how dysfunctional this administration is. And uh, the, the tense relationship between the president and the vice president, we have new evidence of that. Uh, for over 40 years, <clears throat> for over 40 years, it has been a custom for the president and the vice president to meet once a week for a private lunch. Just the two of them. Just the president, just the vice president. For over 40 years, this has been a tradition. Once a week, they get together. It is private. It is confidential. It's just the two of them. They talk about issues. They talk about policies. And who knows what they talk about because nobody else is allowed. Uh, According to the Los Angeles Times... Al Gore, when he was vice president, came armed with policy memos. George H.W. Bush, when he was vice president, came with jokes. Dan Quayle came with requests from cabinet secretaries, and on and on and on and on and on. Well, the uh, tradition has now stopped. Uh, When President Biden was inaugurated, He and Vice President Harris were meeting once every two weeks. And then it was once a month. And by the way, this story is from the L.A. Times. This is from the L.A. Times. This is not some right-wing conspiracy. This is the L.A. Times. Uh, In fact, the headline, it's not just a meal, Inside the nation's most secretive and exclusive power lunch. Well, they've gone over the records of the White House and the schedule of the vice president, and they have concluded the president and vice president have not met together since January. January. Yeah. In other words, a at least a 40-year tradition has come to an end. And once again, I think it's important that you understand that this was investigative work from the Los Angeles Times. According to the records from the vice president's office and the president's office, <clears throat> the last meeting they had was sometime in January. Quote, for nearly nearly 40 years, these regular lunches were a bedrock ritual of the vice presidency, a precious and low-key 60 minutes for the commander-in-chief and his number two to catch up, swap gossip, and mull strategy. The lunches were among Washington's most tightly guarded meetings shrouded in mystery, that has frustrated chiefs of staff and bedeviled historians 
That's because no one else is usually in the room. Snippets have emerged about how Vice President Kamala Harris and President Biden do lunch. As they nibble on soup or salad and discuss politics and policy, the nation's most powerful pair are entertained on a nearby monitor by a running slideshow of their public events according to advisors. According to a recent book, This Will Not Pass, the lunches between Biden and Harris are characterized as, and I'm quoting, flat, lacking a real depth of personal and political intimacy, and data shows that the lunches are occurring less and less frequency. While Biden and Harris dine together about every other week during their first year in office, they have lunched... Oh, I was wrong. I, I, and I apologize. They have lunched only twice since January. I said once. L.A. Times says it has been twice since January. I was in error, and um, I apologize. Apologize. Uh, The lunches are, quote, part of sending a signal on a regular basis that the two are working together, and the vice president is important. So the perception as well as the reality of access. So uh, evidently, this is just another indication that um, President Biden and uh, Vice President Kamala Harris are not really seeing eye to eye. Many people have speculated that. Evidently, this is more proof. Once again, an indication that there is a great deal of dysfunction in the current administration. We saw that reported often in the last administration Uh, The L.A. Times has shown great courage in reporting this concerning this administration. Good for them. Good for them. All right. Good for us. We need to take a quick break, and uh, then we will return. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. I report, I report so much bad news, and sometimes I feel bad about that, but uh, it's not all bad news out there, and... Uh, Not all politicians are leaning, 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 leaning farther and farther to the left. Uh, I don't want to make uh, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida a saint. Uh, He's a human being. I'm sure he has faults, faults and failures and foibles like anybody else. I don't know him, never met him, probably never will meet him. But he's doing a lot of good down in Florida. 
a lot of good. Uh, here's just another, you know, he, he's spearheaded that parental rights uh, bill in Florida, which, by the way, uh, if you were listening earlier in the program, I was telling you about a terrible unanimous decision made by the uh, San Diego Unified School Board about the rights of children to get abortions, condom, birth control, without parental consent, a resolution stating that children have a right to dismiss themselves from school to get reproductive products, reproductive services, that would include an abortion. A child in San Diego, according to the school board, in a unanimous resolution, has the right to dismiss themselves from school to go get an abortion without parental notification or knowledge. Well, uh, that is illegal in the state of Florida. Didn't make any difference whether the school board voted 100 times and it was unanimous every time. That would violate Florida state law because of the parental rights bill that the detractors continually called the don't say gay bill. Yes, the unthinkable that is going to be encouraged in San Diego would be illegal in Florida. Doesn't that indicate how divided we are as a country? Well, back to Florida. On Monday, Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida signed a bill designating November 7th as Victims of Communism Day. Victims of Communism Day And it requires schools in the state of Florida to teach students about the evils of communism. Uh, You want to do something interesting? Now, it won't be uplifting. It'll be depressing. But do a little Internet search. Whatever search engine you use, just type in how many people have died because of communism. Or you can go uh, death by communism, deaths because of communism. Or you could type in uh, communism deaths, and you will access dozens, if not hundreds, of stories about the millions of people who have died because of communism. Uh, then, if you continue, want to continue to study, do the same thing with socialism. How many people have died because of socialism? How many people have died at the hands of socialism? Uh, Socialism and deaths. You can use any of those searches and come up with very similar results. So uh, the bill was signed. It became law on Monday in Florida. November 7th has been designated as Victims of Communism Day. Quote, under the law, public high schools must provide students enrolled in the Florida-mandated U.S. government class with at least 45 minutes of instruction about the pitfalls of communism starting in the 2023-2024 school year. 
Governor DeSantis said this, We want to make sure that every year folks in Florida, but particularly our students, will learn about the evils of communism, the dictators that have led communist regimes, and the hundreds of millions of individuals who have suffered and continue to suffer under the weight of this discredited ideology. Uh, That's a portion of the remarks in the uh, signing ceremony yesterday. Here in America, we are seeing school children indoctrinated with the so-called evils of capitalism, and communism and socialism are portrayed in a positive light. Well, that's not happening in Florida. Uh, Good for Governor Ron DeSantis, good for the Florida legislature, because obviously uh, the governor couldn't get this done without the uh, cooperation of the legislature. Good for them. Uh, Some are saying, well, the only reason he's doing this is because he wants to be president. I don't think that's the case, but it's certainly would make him a more viable candidate that real, true conservatives could support. I, for one, hope he does run. I think he would make an exceptional president. All right, we're going to take the uh, 5 o'clock, top of the hour break, and then we'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 